Hello, this is Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels. Welcome to my podcast. This is going to be part two of common problems and TLC solutions. Uh, Last time, we started off in the TLC notebook that you can purchase on Amazon on page 32 in chapter seven. We covered quite a few things like shouldering barrels going in, no rates strung out in your turns, swinging hindquarters, alleyway issues, as well as uh, over flexing, hitting barrels leaving, ducking off and breaking the pattern. And uh, today I wanna pick up on the last couple of pages on 36 and 37 and talk about third barrel slicing and blowing out wide as well as no woe going home, perfecting your timing in your competition runs, and finally shaving off that last half second to improve your runs. So let's go ahead and start off with the third barrel, uh, slicing in and blowing out. What happens with third barrel is oftentimes in most patterns, most arena setups, it's further from second to third than it is from first to second. So sometimes horses get so much momentum built up that they will um, get past that barrel or the rider will feel them starting to fire too much and they get nervous and they'll set them for rate or they'll give them the turn cue too soon. So the horse will take away the pocket going in and then they'll slice it, causing them to get by it or blow out wide. So it's really important you know your horse. Maybe on second you didn't have to check them for raid or sit down as early because it's a full turn, you move over, change leads, and usually it's the barrel that's most on a fence. But third can sometimes be wide out in the open. So you have to know your horse. Sometimes you can really hustle them out of that barrel, but some of them you need to sit and do a two-hand check. Or some of them you can ride deep, just be um, making sure if they've got a lot of anticipation, you're riding straight up in the hole and you're not letting them start their turn too soon or drop in on your pocket. So again, those are things you really need to look at your rider's cue and um, and really try to remember in your slow work to work on the idea of rating or collecting down one speed um, and then relaxing going in and keeping really good form from your rate spot to spot one, two, and three, and then let them fire out. So remember, if you lose your pocket going in, you're gonna be forced to take it on the backside or the exit. Um, A lot of horses that really anticipate that turn You may have to ride them up in the hole, and then when you get to spot one, you may have to get a little fancy with your riding. You, with those real push horses, you gotta sit up and you've got to start to think about uh, bumping them with your inside hand and your outside leg and looking around as soon as you get on that backside so that they come back to you. Do not pull on your rein because they'll just blow out of the turn wider. But if you bump inside hand, sit back on your inside hip, look for home and bump with your outside leg and maybe two or three bumps from spot two to three, they'll come back around. So um, I would ride two hands up into spot one so that way you keep them square and they don't drop a shoulder on you or take your pocket away. 
you may have to use a little inside leg when you get there. You'll just have to watch your horse. But those are some ideas. Obviously, show it to them slow, correct, in, during the week if you have a problem. Maybe at a walk stop or a post-trot sit jog and show them where they need to be. That should be enough. And then um, just ride correct when you're in competition. So if you have a horse now that has no woe going home, I've literally seen horses that came off the track that maybe didn't get the foundation they needed, that they would literally speed up at the eye and go out the alleyway faster than they ran off their barrel. And that's very dangerous because you don't know if you're going to run into horses, people, dogs, trailers, cement. So it's important to me to have woe set in my horse. So that has to be established in their foundation first, loose rein woe. Then um, you can learn how to do that in one of the episodes called dry works and drills. And then you can also teach it on the pattern. Always when you're at home and practice pins that you can turn off third and go straight home. You should turn off third and go whatever speed you went to first is the speed you should go home. Now I know when you exhibition at big shows they make you turn off third, but if you can go home straight and not turn off third, um, you know, don't let a horse just die as soon as they get to the exit of the third barrel. At least go out a couple of strides at the same speed before you have to turn off. But ideally, go home towards the alleyway if you can go home straight and ask them for a loose rein woe as soon as you would clear the timer before you get into the alleyway. And if they don't, back them up. Really establish a good woe at the end. Um, if you have a horse that really doesn't have a woe and really unsafe, you need to spend more time getting that woe established on him them that can be the most dangerous part of barrel racing because sometimes you're running into a closed gate and not all horses stop and if you run pro rodeo you know they put the timers at the mouth of the arena and you usually have two pipe panels to shut your horse down after you've been pushing them all the way to that eye so that can be a very dangerous situation so really establish a nice woe at least at super shows they give you more room to take off and stop and put the eyes and the pattern down the arena a little bit further pro rodeos you don't get that luxury so woe is super important again you can pick up how to teach woe on the episode on dry work and drills so now perfecting your timing and competition that's really important um i'm all about consistency i believe Winning is great, but if let's say you win the barrel race on Friday, but you do an arena uh, run on Saturday, to me that's more frustrating. I'd rather have a consistent horse. In my book, I talk about in 2013, I was running three of my mares, and I keep my horses low miles. I don't waste runs at home. I mostly just pasture road to keep them conditioned. Um, I might walk or trot the barrels just to show them position and form. But like Briscoe, I ran her in 10 races and got six checks. Bella ran her in nine and got six checks. Sister, I ran in 11 and got seven checks. So consistency is important to me. I want to win money because it's an expensive sport to keep going down the road. I pick the arenas I know they particularly like. Um, I try to choose my pins. I don't run them at everything. Um, I just try to go where I think I have a shot at winning some money back. If you have the luxury of, of a money tree or it, your pockets go a little deeper and you don't have to worry about that, good for you. But I, I believe in trying to win money back and 
pick the pins that are right for my horse and I don't believe in running their wheels off because I want them to last for 15 years of competition from five years old till 20 years old. So um, to me and I wanna do most of their care holistically. So perfecting your timing and cues will give you that consistency. So really get solid with your slow work and and developing that muscle memory. Once your muscle memory is solid, then the times will just get faster as you and your horse become more confident. So that's something um, by doing the TLC drills, that's super important because it builds teamwork and the team building is what leads to your muscle memory, which leads to your competition. You could stay off the barrels for a month and just do my drills and see an improvement in your performance. That's how important teamwork and team building is. So lastly, let's go ahead and talk about um, shaving off that last half second. For some of you, that may be from the 3D to the 2D. For some of you, it may be the 2D to the 1D. The difference with that sometimes is fire with tight turns. It can be a very minimal change. Let's say you just give that horse a little bit more go cue from the alleyway or you just feel that fire. They, you, you feel like they warmed up maybe a little bit hot so you may be a little quieter in the alleyway but you feel them building that momentum and you cue them for rate and turn and they just snap that barrel and really fire to the next barrels and fire home the difference sometimes in that half second is just that little bit of fire the problem is too much fire will get you by a barrel not enough fire will cause you to slow down too much and not have a snappy turn so timing is everything that's why going once a month it's going to be hard to get your timing with your horse um, rodeo girls are sometimes hitting a couple a weekend you know but uh, then they'll give their horses a couple months off too it's just you have to find what works for you I had a horse that did her best if she only went every other week um, you know or two a month tops um, you know my other horses you know, would do good if they went maybe two weeks in a row and then skip a week and then two weeks in a row and skip a week. So I don't believe that you should be going like crazy and making wasteful runs at home in the practice pen. In my opinion, there's only so many gumballs in the gumball machine before you run out. And what I mean with that is your horse will get arthritis and become lame to the point of not being able to be as competitive as, as they were. So it's best to just try to make your runs count in my in my view um but an extremely athletic horse will eventually get where they only need two strides of rate and two strides around that barrel so a super ex athletic horse you'll see them rate themselves down and the rider may be able to sit up until one or two strides from the barrel and that horse will rate itself down and snap those turns if you have the free runner horse, it's going to be more of a challenge. You may have to float them to that first barrel and be doing more rate cues. If you give them the proper rate cue, cue you'll have the tighter turns. If you don't get your rate cue, you're going to get by. So again, shaving that last half second is going to come down to the individual, but it could be a very small change that makes a huge difference. And every horse is different for Briscoe just giving her two inches of loose rain was enough to get a little more fire from the first barrel. But if I sat up and kicked, she'd get too worried and and get by a barrel, unless it was a very long score and I had time to sit and say, whoa. 
So those are things I want you to go ahead and consider when you're training your horse, um, shaving off that last time. And remember, with every new speed, you may have to adjust your timing as to where you rate your horse or give them the rate cue. So if you're go going faster to first, you may have to sit three strides out instead of two and give them more heads up until they learn to handle that adjusted speed and rate. Um, education with speed is really key for you and your horse. Always remember to go back to your basics and your foundation during the week so that way um, you can be sure that they're gonna, gonna keep in their mind what their job is and not just be on adrenaline. And know that you've gotta season them for different arenas and ground conditions, and you've really gotta watch their emo emotional game and their physical health. There's a lot that goes into winning. So whether you buy a made horse or you make your own horse, the jockey has a huge job of keeping those horses conditioned mentally and physically sound as well as doing their job in competition even your warm-up matters your mental game everything matters there's a lot going in goes into winning that's why you don't see the same person win every single weekend forever there can be winning slumps and losing slumps you have to learn to enjoy the journey because that is actually the reward always be thankful and grateful because there's always more blessings than there are hard times and there's always more good than there is bad but it's all a mental state you have to think positive sure we all have days where we throw our sucker in the ground but shake it off and focus on the positives and things will get better i think we can learn from everyone we meet horse and riders um, so you know keep learning from people there's a lot of options out there for you and i'm always here eager to teach you and, and work with you and your horse. So again, everybody ride with heart and stay safe and just keep on being positive.